Today's guest on Live with Don Marie at Don Marie Healthy and Fit is Dee Green, the author of Fragile Body and the World Around Me. Stay tuned to have an amazing interview with Dee Green, the author. Welcome. I love it, guys. Green, I know. I love it. And we got a whole bunch of our warriors on with us right now. So let's say um, the battle against multiple sclerosis and the world around the, us. The first battle against multiple sclerosis. There'll be many more. Yeah. Don't worry about that. I know. And I cannot wait till your next books come out. So I'm so excited to talk to you about what's been going on since we had our last interview you look amazing you really do you look amazing you like you're shining and i I'm, i like it it looks good on you that's, that's, that's the camera lighting i know i have camera lighting on me too camera lighting <laughs> you gotta do it no um i probably i'm well rested which yes. is good I've been suffering with really bad insomnia lately. Oh, I know. Because of because of the editing, editing lots of pieces of work. Mm. Um, yeah, it's kind of caught up with me over the last couple of weeks. Um, hairdressers and barbers today and open here in the UK. So yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> my hair ain't usually this long. My beard ain't usually this full. So. It is what it is. Well, you look amazing, and I'm glad that you got oh, some rest. You. And I understand how it feels to be editing constantly. So it's not fun. It makes you stay up all night long, along with the disease. Multiple sclerosis gives us extreme uh, uh, insomnia. Along with loads of caffeine. <laughs> That's true. You can't do the caffeine at night. Well, when I've... been writing non-stop I've been editing non-stop and my brain is just so on the go again it's just it's hard to not write when I want to write mm -hmm. if I get the thought at three minutes past one in the morning I'm gonna write okay if I don't get the thought then I'll try and rest but yeah it is here and there mm -hmm. in between yeah can't really do much with it you have to roll with it you have to learn to adapt to it because that's my life now that is so true and i know when we spoke last month when we talked about the fragile body and the world around me and your poetry yeah. you had three other books in publishing so you've been doing a lot of writing and editing yeah i've got I actually got two other books in Ready? Um, editing stage. Good. I've got Her and You, which is a collection of um, hurtful love poetry. Ooh. Her and You. So, yeah, her being past experiences mm -hmm. and you being hopefully the future experiences. Oh. Is of this my perception of of my perception of what I think love is and how I think love should be. Oh, you're going to make me cry with that one, aren't you? I'm going to be sending you messages. I knew you wrote that. <laughs> I, I'm potentially going to make a lot of people cry with both books because the other book is invisible, 
invisible challenges. Okay. And that's more that's more on the mental health MS front. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad so, that you created one all about love and what you want from love and what you've experienced. And I'm super excited also that the fact that you created another one about living with multiple sclerosis. So, yeah. and I love that um, this one was just so easy to read and so beautiful. And like uh, I said uh, to you before, you know, I dog yeah. ear them and I reread them and it brings out different emotions every time I read either the yeah. same page or a new page. It just is to like, it just speaks to me and it's such an easy, beautiful read. So congratulations on that. Well, I, I make it I make it easy because I'm a free verse poet. Mm -hmm. So I don't have the rhyming laws of a conventional poet. Mm -hmm. So i.e. conventional poets use a lot of rhyme. It's hard to understand. But where I'm a free verse poet, like uh, E.E. Cummings, Edgar Allan Poe, mm -hmm. and people like that, it just makes it look like a normal conversation you're having in everyday life. Yeah. But it's the emotions and the rawness you have to put into a free verse poem to make people sit there and go, wow, did he just really come out with that? So, yeah. And I've got a lot of imagery into my work too. Mm -hmm. I kind of go off into this little land where I kind of take people on a journey with me. Uh-huh. And I love and that. Yeah, I've I've currently also been working on. I've now upped it to four short stories. I should finish the first two first before I start anymore. But I've got four short stories on spin as well at the moment. Oh my goodness, you're so non. Kind of, non I kind of flip between them all, and then I've got my novel. I'm still writing too. Wow, non-stop. This is why this this is why I think you have more insomnia versus the MS insomnia. Your brain is just like such a magical gift of emotion and poetry and you just keep creating more of this beautiful world. And that's a true gift. That's my purpose in life. I finally found my purpose and when you find your purpose Everything else falls into place around you. Yeah. Everything else makes sense. Mm -hmm. Amazing. So you've just got to find find what you love and do what you love. Yeah, that's so true. I believe that you know a lot of us settle for what we're doing, and it's easy to just go to work and you know get the paycheck that you need to live. Um, but when you really love what you do, that heart and that passion just comes out of you like a lightning bolt and a sunbeam just shining upon you. And then you just can't stop. You just keep going and going and going. And that is such a magical feeling. And I love that you have found your true self and your true love through writing and becoming this incredible gifted poet and I love that I found you and we're friends it's it, it I connect with 
people quite a lot. Mm-hmm. I get direct messages all the time. Um, and I respond to everyone because you never know when there might be someone out there that needs to talk mm-hmm. and wants to talk. And it's the simple things in life yeah. that makes me happy. Yeah. I don't ask. I don't ask for much in this world. I just want to be there for people when they need someone to lean on. Because yeah. if you can't do that for someone, then what is this world so that we're true. living in? That is so true. And thank you for reaching out and talking back to everybody that DMs you. I DM you and no sooner do I get a response. And I'm always active. It's my life. It's, yeah. it's what I do. It fulfills my soul. <laughs> and um, yeah, it, it's kind of what I'm here for. Yeah. It's what I've been put on this earth for. I believe that. And your friend Kyle, um, B-Y-N-E-O-5, I believe, says, this man here is a legend and he respects you. See, you are I'm a, a legend. You're I'm a legend. A merely, I'm a merely average man living in a deluded world, trying what? to make something for other people to grasp onto and give hope to. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. That was a very powerful statement you just did. Very powerful. Yeah, I do that quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> When people DM me, they kind of laugh at me and um, they kind of say, you just replied to me in a poetry form. You've just mm-hmm. replied to my message with poetry. You've just slapped me in the face with poetry again. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry, but that's the way my mind works. That's yeah. the way I am. Well, I never say sorry. Just say thank you. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> no, 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 because... Sorry can mean so many different things. Well, true. So you need to put have, a reason beyond the sorry. Tell me what the tell me how you feel the word sorry relates to so many different things. Well, if I'd done something wrong to you, I would give that reason behind the sorry. Mm-hmm. I'd say sorry, but I acted like this. If you just say sorry with no but and if maybe behind it, then sorry actually means nothing. That's true. That is true. Yes. I have found that I stopped saying I'm sorry for things like I'm sorry I'm late. Instead, I say thank you so much for waiting for me. I'm glad to be here. Um, The other typical things are, uh, you know, I'm sorry I have to change an appointment. It's I need to change an appointment to um, work around my current schedule and health. So I've learned the word sorry instead of saying sorry I did this, I, you know, don't use the word sorry. I use the other words to express that my emotions are affecting me or the the world around me is affecting me and I need to like move forward. That's a good way to say. That's a good way to say. 
Thank you. So tell me, how is it overseas right now? Are you able to leave the house? Have you been able to go down to your favorite beach and sit on the bench? Or have you been writing so much that you have not been able to get outside? No, I um, I get outside. I get outside quite a lot. Okay. East Beach is my little piece of peace. And um, I go down there. I, um, I sit. I reflect. Yeah. I write pieces there. I don't write pieces there. Um, but during this entire lockdown, I've been every role. I've been every role to the limit. Um, because at the end of the day, you've got to take your risks in life. Best mm-hmm. be the risks I take. The hustle is the only game I know. So, yeah, the hustle is the only game I know. Yeah. I go out, I do what I want when I want help. I love that. And I will always, always push my limitations beyond anything anyone ever says to me. Because if you can't push your limitations, you don't know how far you're going to go in life. So true. And we are the only ones that can push ourselves. We cannot be reliant on somebody else to push us towards what our goal what our goals are it's our own responsibility no it's not what our goals are it's what what you want to make your life true but i have more i want to make my life within the goals that i see so it's up to me to continue to push Um, myself see with with me i set the bar very high how high is your bar I've always set the bar very high. Okay. My bar, my bar is so high that people will wonder how I do it. Now, as well as writing, as well as writing several, several thousand different fronts, I've um, constantly exercised, constantly work out, constantly maintain myself. Good. Um, some nights I'm found over East Beach at two o'clock in the morning, stargazing for a telescope. Oh. Um, because it gives me, I, I love it. It's a little bit of, a little bit of me, who I am and what I do. Tell me, how does that feel to stargaze through a telescope? I've never done that before. I mean, I, well, I can I, lay in the backyard and look up at the sky, but tell me, how, what own, do you feel when you I do own, it? I own two telescopes. I've got my big one, mm-hmm. which is sitting over the other side of the room at the moment, and I've got my small, small spotter. And um, my big one's on a tripod. Okay. At 2 o'clock in the morning, I'll go over to East Beach. I'll set the tripod up, put a telescope on it, and I'll be over there for an hour hour and a half on a clear night just looking at the constellations how does it feel it's like looking into the abyss there's nothing there every possibility is there every natural wonder is there 
because we don't know what's out there truly. That is true. So it kind of it opens my mind up to um, look at life in a totally different way. Aww. Because all the time, you kind of kind of watch a star flicker, and then you see a red flint in the flicker, and you know that's a red dwarf, that's a dying star Aww. that's about to burst into a supernova. But within that supernova, creates new life, a new nebula, a new platform of stars mm-hmm. comes from that. Wow. So the birth of something amazing might happen right before your eyes and you'll never see it because a lot of people are tunnel visioned. They've got their sights on their goals on what they want in life. Mm-hmm. They've got their sights on work. And that job work might actually not make them happy. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're tunnel vision. And I don't see the beauty of this planet, this universe, this solar system. Every galaxy around us holds. So, yeah, spend 10 minutes in my mind. You'll be like, D, how'd you cope? <laughs> I don't know. Um... I think I could cope with probably five minutes in your mind <laughs> that I might be extremely overwhelmed. Um, I just, yeah, I, you are, you are literally a nonstop passionate man about everything in life. And the fact that you get up at two o'clock in the morning to Sometimes look- I don't go to sleep. Yeah, to look up at the sky. Sometimes I finish writing a piece, I pick my telescope up, I'm out the door. Wow. I've been known to be sitting along the mouth of the Thames at four o'clock in the morning taking pictures. Where is the mouth of the Thames? So, London. Okay. Is, London is where the Thames kind of winds through. So the mouth is South End, East Beach, where I go. East Beach is your favourite beach. Yeah, Essex. Mm-hmm. Um, so at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, I'll be down South End Seafront, walking along, taking snaps of the sunrise coming up mm. from the east, coming off the land and the drawn-out tide. So I catch the boats kind of Mm -hmm. sitting just on the sand with nothing else around. And, um, yeah, I think, I think, uh, I don't think I've put that picture up on Instagram. No, I haven't seen it. I think I've kept that one for myself. You're going to keep it for yourself? No, I think I've kept that one for myself. I don't know whether you can see my other phone screen. Yes, the ocean. Yes, that's beautiful. Wait a minute. That is the man for the Thames at 4 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Yeah, I took that at four o'clock in the morning. Four o'clock in the morning. So are you going to share any of these photos? I will do eventually. Yeah. I've just, um, I kind of forget I take them and then I flip back through my phone and I'm like, oh, forgot to that. <laughs> I, do the same with, I do the same with my writing. I kind of flip back through my phone and I go, I forgot I wrote that. That's really good. 
I like that piece. Um, yeah, it's, I just get so lost in moments mm-hmm. and lost in time that my days don't flash by no more in the blink of an eye. Yeah. My days are long, drawn-out moments. Minutes turn into hours and hours and hours. I get, I forget where I am sometimes because I'm, my mind is constantly moving. Yeah. Constantly rotating around it, its axis. So, yeah. That's incredible. It's just, I love listening to you. Have you ever thought about uh, going to like the local um, pub, I guess you would call it? and do a speaking engagement and just speak out um, to like public because I, have, I, I mean I could sit I here done, for hours I and listen done, to you I have done um, I have done a couple of events where I've gone and read my poetry live mm-hmm. um, to an audience but I have to make sure my voice is in good stead because with my MS, I get a stutter come on. Yeah. I get a stutter. Um, I'm surprised it hasn't come out on here yet where I'm like constantly saying the letter D over and over again trying to get a word out. Yeah. I don't, I don't like those um, days. But it happens. But that, stems, that also stems from my dyslexia mm. and my social anxiety. Of places, yeah. I'm very, I'm a very isolated person. My private world is my private world. You have to be very special, and you have to mean a lot to come into my little bubble. Well, I'm honored that I'm in your bubble. I Thank can name you. three people on one hand that are in my bubble constantly, oh. and then people mean the world to me. I love that. I don't. It's not quantity, it's quality. I absolutely agree with you. Absolutely. So, yeah. I love that. Well, I know I said in our first interview, I cannot wait to get across the pond. I think it's going to be a little bit longer before I get there. But we will definitely... I'm going to be knocking on your door. <laughs> I've made it. <laughs> you made it. Yeah, I you can see it. my bookshelf wallpaper behind I me. I know. I love that wallpaper. It's so cool. Um, tell me, when you woke up this morning, what was your first thought? Because, well, wait a minute. Today is July 1st, where I am. So you're already on July 2nd. Yep. I know, it's July 1st, because it's 8 p.m. So we're still in July 1st. So when you woke up this morning, a new month, what was your first thought? My first thought this morning for a new month. I need to get my books finished. (laughs) (laughs) I need to get the editing done on my books. Um, I, I need to get writing. As soon as I wake up, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I'm planning. Doesn't matter how much sleep I get, 
for that night. When I'm awake, I'm awake. Yeah. Last night I got approximately an hour and a half skip. So I slept for about an hour and a half last night. This morning I was up at 3.30 and um, straight on it. Straight on it, yeah. Getting right into the work. So July 1st at 3.30 in the morning, you were up writing already. Yeah. Wow. At 3.30? I get a thought and it kind of wakes me up. Ah. It kind of makes me feel unrested, uneasy when I sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'll just get straight up, so, and straight on it, I make myself a cup of coffee, and that's it. Yeah. I'm away. Wow. I'm away. You're, you're already in the land of writing. I think I live in the land of writing. Yeah. Writing. I live in the black standing fleeting fleet flitting backwards and forwards between reality and and creating something creating amazing yes wow so i know that you're in the middle of editing when is the love book going to be coming out she i am actually working on editing the invisible challenges first oh i've got a i've got a i've i've got a destination to reach for that one Okay. First. Okay. And I need to sort that out first so I can put steps in motion for submitting it and seeing where I go with that one. Okay. Um, I won't release both of them at the same time. I'll stagger them. Um, it's just good to have a, another book in the waiting. Exactly. Um, another book to go off to a publisher's and potentially get contracts. So fingers crossed. I'm kind of firing on all guns at the moment, mm-hmm. um, and I will submit my work again and again and again, and I'll probably get rejection after rejection after rejection, but that doesn't mean I'm going to quit. That Never doesn't quit. mean I'm going to stop, mm-hmm. um, because I was born, I was born a warrior. Yes, you were. I was born a warrior, carved out fires of mortal, so yeah. <laughs> I love that you just said that. The fires of Mordor. <laughs> I love that. Yes, from Lord of the Rings. So I know. We've got to use these little bits now and again. Right? I love that. And you know what? Your life story from our first interview um, was just so incredible. And you are a warrior. You were born a warrior. And you, you've been knocked down, but you've come back at full force. And you created this incredible, beautiful life for yourself. And within that, you continue to inspire us every day. And you just, I mean, explaining that you get up in the middle of the night to see the stars and you're never, you don't ever stop writing but you're taking snapshots at three in the morning of the ocean and the rise of this, you know, the, what the clouds look like and your favorite place on the beach. You found your, your quality of life, but you still have that warrior spirit and you are a true warrior. And I am very honored and proud 
to be able to say, I know you, I've read your words, you've touched my heart and soul, and not only that, you're my brother for with multiple sclerosis, who is constantly teaching us warriors with MS to never give up. I don't think I just teach, war teach warriors. I think I teach the broken heart too. Mm -hmm. the, in every piece of writing that I pen, there's always beauty and despair. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. always something that you can go, you can you can grab onto, and you can go. Actually, through that piece of pain, there was beauty there, but I never see it. Mm. There's always hope there through every piece of pain. There's always love there through every piece of pain. Yeah. And you've just got to read in between the lines sometimes. Yeah. And read in a different way. And look at life in a different way. And love in a different way. Exactly. There isn't just because one love. There's... There's one love, but there is so many facets of love to experience in life. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is loads. And I... Tell me what I, your... If I... I'm going to ask you, what is your first love that you think of when you hear the word love? Right. <sighs> Of course. Writing. Poetry is my first love. Poetry is my first love. Um, oh. A twin soul love. Okay. I've had that. A twin flame love. Twin where is this raw passion? Twin flame love. Explain that to me. So a twin flame. Uh, twin soul love twin soul love is where you meet an identical soul to yours oh. and you're so compatible that everything else takes the back seat so affection, devotion um, emotional stability with a twin soul they all just merge into one because you are identical your souls are identical you think identical you feel identical so a twin twin flame twin flame love it's more of an everlasting passion love oh you just you're gonna make me cry that one just like hit me that's like you just like you are you are the poet with the arrow of love coming at me with that no no i'm not i'm not the poet with the arrow cupid otherwise i would have <laughs> come would on have a little bit love. you're a little I'd bit have a, i'd have an everlasting love sitting right next to my side now if i was if i was a poet of romance and cupid then i'd have an everlasting love sitting by my side and that's pen and paper I can I can swoon a person very well. Yes, I, I know you can. Yes, I know you I, can. I can, <laughs> I can swoon a person very well. 
And if you read pieces of work and you're swooning, then I've touched you in a different way. I've touched your heart differently. I've touched your heart in a loving way. Um, I've, I've had lots. I've lost most of them. Not through my own making, but through the fact that they've struggled to cope with everything I am. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always said to people, they go, have you got a partner? I go, no. I don't need a partner to be happy. Give me a pen and piece of paper and watch me create a love story in poetry. Wow. Because it's, it's me, it's who I am. Yeah. I do have, I do have someone in my life at the moment that is more of a twin soul love. Oh, I love that. Her soul is identical to mine. She thinks like me. She, she gets me as a person. Um, and that's quite precious to have that. And I won't let that go quick. I'll chase that to the Aww. end of the earth. And I will do everything within me to make her fall in love each and every day that I can. Oh my gosh, I'm crying. Until, until oh. that chapter closes because every chapter in a love story closes. There is no happy ever after. There is no happy ever after. We get taught that in Disney movies. You're there is no happy ever after because everyone leaves this earth. Oh, okay. None of Hold us should stay. You just totally made me cry on that. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. This is what you, your, your voice, your word, your pen to paper, your poetry does to me. I can't even imagine if I like brought everybody that has ever come in contact with you together. What would you feel like sitting in a center of all of us telling you how you've touched every single one of us in the world? Um, I just, you are... I would probably be modest. I'm always modest. Yeah. I'm... There, there is no in between with me. It's black and white. Mm-hmm. It's remember. either off the line or in the line. Is where I live. I am modest. I people reach out to me all the time. People wonder how I write like I do, and it is fact that I write like I do because of the experiences I've had in life. I've lost people, I've loved people, I've had trauma, I've had pain. And I turn all that into emotional words of rawness that make people cry. I know, but you didn't make me cry from the rawness of pain. You just made me cry from your expression of love, your soul. Your, you just explained to me your true soul fire mate. And speaking that just totally brought out every emotion with inside of me. And 
you saw me crying. I mean, I thought, God, I'm going to have to like get a big old towel to wipe my face down. I mean, your okay. words are incredible. So may I uh, ask? I will, I will read you a piece now if you want me to. Yes, that's what I was just going to ask you. You just read my mind. Right, so going back to the twin soul conversation. Okay. Okay. Do I need tissue? This is a, this is a piece I wrote, and um, you'll get you'll get the gist of where this came from. Wherever I felt their eyes looking at me before, with such depth, showing me the path to your soul, remembering as I traced your lips with my fingers, I have known you before from a different time that I have lived in. With one delicate kiss, I understand everything again, as I have loved you before. Okay, guys, I'm serious. I'm just, whoa. I love you. I love you for you. And for the fact that you can just bring out this emotion through me to everybody is just so incredible. It, it is the soul's fire of love. It truly is. And I'm, okay, guys, I'm seriously, my eyes are just, I, I don't know about all of you. Are you all crying out there like me? Because I can take one look at someone's eyes and I can tell everything they've been through. Because I know for a fact that I can look into someone's eyes and I can say whether they've been in pain. I can say that they've been in love. I can tell you a thousand different stories from one set of eyes. Yeah. And I can sit down at a coffee shop and pull my phone out, start writing a piece, look at someone, look back down at my phone, and I've got a 16-line stanza sitting right in front of me already. Wow. Mm. Okay. Some of, um, Can you DM me that lovely <laughs> that's poem, please? Oh my gosh, I need to frame that and have it, please. <laughs> I don't make me wait for the book. <laughs> yeah, oh. as you can tell, that will be in a review. Oh. oh my gosh, this is the first time. I mean, I've cried on live interviews but i'm like <sighs> okay i need a fan or something guys i don't i please like have any of you cried like this send us a message <laughs> okay are you gonna make me cry again with another one um yeah potentially so oh my gosh okay hold on all right all right let's I'll let you compose yourself for a minute. Ooh, okay. Here we go. Ooh. You didn't tell me to put waterproof mascara on. You should know to put waterproof <laughs> mascara on. You've done this last time we spoke. I did cry last time we spoke. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Ooh, okay. Well, <laughs> here we go. Wow. 
Incredible. Just incredible. I, I know you're releasing the other book first, and I understand. But I am going to be counting the days for when your love book comes out. And yeah, that's going to be, she, that's so, gonna be heartbreaking. Can you, so, excuse me, but my brain got a little, like, with everything we've been talking about. She and me. Her right? and you. Oh, her, her and, you. and you. Okay. Is the uh, name so her being exes the past mm -hmm. and you being the present future so that will be your third release but your second release is going to be invisible invisible challenges invisible challenges that one's gonna really affect so many lives as well I truly believe that yeah that one's um that one's a lot harder to uh, edit in the making. Um, what, why is it harder? Her and you will be simple, raw emotion yeah. to edit. Um, but I open up old wounds constantly. I constantly open up old wounds the right the way I do. I will sit there, I will have a memory about something. I will cut back into myself and pour my blood onto the white blank pages sitting around me. And then when my blood's on them white blank pages, I'll create a chaotic mess of insane beauty. Hmm. Yep. You got me speechless again. That's what love is. It's insanely beautiful. So true. Even if it's the wrong kind of love, it's insanely beautiful. If it's the right kind of love, it's crazy insanely beautiful. Yes. I agree. So. Um, I agree. Yeah. I, you know, I kind of now want to change my mind. When I get across the pond, I'm not telling you I'm coming. I'm just going to find that bench and wait and see and sit yeah you might be sitting and waiting a while because I sit underneath a tree with my back pressed against it well then I'm gonna reading find my favorite uh, books hoping someone will pass by and see me well then I'll find that tree I'm gonna go back through our interviews and I'm gonna write down all those amazing places that you say you write and if I get over there, I'm going to have that have those in my pocket without you knowing I'm coming. And I'm going to try to find you. And then that day will be such a great day for me. I live in the shadows. I know you do. I live in the shadows. Flittering in and out of life all the time. I'm very elusive. Some days you'll see me, some days you don't. Mm -hmm. people don't notice me sitting there they don't notice what I see and a bit like the little old lady with the bench and yeah I remember that yes you, you spoke about her on our last interview yeah. and yeah people that have come into my life and I've seen something in them and I've gone away and wrote about it 
but then people are coming to my life as quick as anything, leave my life as quick as anything, because they're not destined to walk by my side for too long. I understand that, um, and I understand it because it's happened to me um, many, many times. Um, I believe we all go through that, that people come into our life for a certain time, a certain reason, um, yeah. to either teach us or leave us with something that we need to figure out, like a... They come in, they fill the hole, but then they've done their job and they leave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people come into my life for me to teach them. Well, you People come into my life for me to teach them how to heal. Yeah. People come to me, I fix them, and then they spread their wings and fly back off. Oh, that is true. And I hope, because, and I hope the one that you have found, that you will not let go of, will always be there to fix your wings. Only time can tell. Only time. Time is our greatest gift. Yeah. Yeah. And we waste too much of it on meaningless relationships and communications mm -hmm. that bring us down negativity. That is and true. Yeah. And what would so you say? What would you say to those relationships? To give advice what? today, what would you say if someone wrote to you, DM'd you, because you always get back to everybody, and they yeah. say, "I've read your poetry, and you've helped me so much, and I don't know where to go at this point in my life. I love him. I love her, but there's always this like." We like a, we're two different magnets, and we try, but then that magnet is just constantly like pushing us apart. How would you help them understand that that may not be their, as you called it, their fire soulmate? Their they, twin self. Their twin self. But um, they really believe. I don't want to let this go. The end of the day, love's a hard one to justify. Mm -hmm. Love's a hard one to tell people what to do, what not to do. Yeah. At the end of the day, what if your mind's telling you one thing and your heart's telling you another, it will never work. If both are in sync and telling you the same thing, if, ask my questions. Run with it as fast as you can. Don't let go. Yeah. Because the heart... The heart and the mind always battle, always conflict each other. Why is that? Why do we? Why does the human body do that? Your heart, your heart falls in love with the way a person makes you feel. Mm -hmm. Your mind is logical. Yeah. Your mind holds up red flags at every turn where there's a problem. So your mind goes, no, I need to escape from this relationship. And your heart's going, no, but he loves me. She loves me. Mm -hmm. So then you've got that war between your heart and the mind. And it kind of pulls you from pillar to post. 
and you don't know whether you're coming or going. Mm-hmm. If you find yourself in that situation, step back. Step back from that situation and look at it from a point of view from a friend or someone that doesn't know about that relationship and see what they have to say about it. Yeah, I like that. But if your heart and mind are saying the same thing, grab hold of it and run as fast as you can because you never might find someone again that makes your heart and brain think on the same wavelength all the time. Yeah. Think the same things, think the same feelings with no red flags. If you find that person, you are blessed. Yes. You have found something precious in this vast world. It's very true. Thank you for that. Thank you. (sighs) Okay. I was so looking forward to this interview and I am even more excited about this interview, but I have, you have touched every single emotion with your words, your poetry, your writing, the way you live your life. And I hope that this touches everybody else that watches this interview or listens to this podcast. It is just truly, you are a gift to us. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I don't take compliments very well. I know you don't. But I'm going to keep doing it, so you know you're just going to have to. (laughs) Okay, let me let me pull out another emotion from you. Oh gosh. Okay, I'm ready. Do I need my tissue again? Yes. Go ahead. I started choking on traumatic tears as the words I never wanted to hear left your strong voice, and in that moment, I could not think what I would do without you here. Because I knew you'd be on the other side, where I could not speak every day to you, but still would try talking through the darkest of nights with you, like we've always done, for as long as I can remember. So I hope tonight you hear my voice once more, as it brings me the comfort I dearly miss. Okay, I'm really speechless. Um, That's hard to do. That's hard to make me speechless. Um, Okay, can you, I love you reading the poetry. Can you give me something else so you're not gonna make me cry again? Um, That piece I wrote during the lockdown, that piece I wrote for an amazing person. <sighs> I wrote that piece for an amazing person that's no longer here, unfortunately. I'm sorry. No. So I, I'm. I'm sorry you've lost that person. It. But you haven't lost them. I grieve in a very strange way. I um, 
I grieve in a very strange way. Um, I used to work with this person during my prison days, and um, I don't grieve remembering the sadness. I grieve remembering every piece of laughter, mm. every funny joke we shared, every smile, every flit of an eye, every every cup of coffee. Oh, I love that. You will always forever have this person next to you. That that person like any person that touches your life will always live on inside you no matter where you travel to. Because mm -hmm. we take them all with us everywhere. That is true. So we true. take them with us to the end of the earth and back. We never forget the fallen. Mm -hmm. We never forget the lost loves. We, we carry them with us all the time. <laughs> that is so true so true one of, your, one of your friends just told me not to cry just keep smiling like a flower in a garden I don't know who yeah, that I, is He's, what, I, do huh? I do apologize for making you cry but that's not my friend that's your friend that's my friend okay Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, you really truly need to get his books. Um, the Fragile Heart, uh, The Fragile Body, and the World Around Me has made me um, find strength, reclaimed love, looked to the future, understood my past and just touched my soul. For any of you that don't already have this book and are waiting for the next two, you can go onto Amazon and get this one by D. Green. If you love listening to his voice today and our interviews, when you have the book in your hand, you're not gonna be able to put it down. Thank you. I'll let you compose yourself for a minute. <laughs> Listen uh, to you! Oh my gosh, you just put me in my place. <laughs> okay, I'm good. You're not going to make me... Please don't. Let's not end this on a crying note. <laughs> so we have about five minutes. And I know that um, all of our warriors, um, our multiple sclerosis brothers and sisters, who we all follow you, and we all pick each other up every day whenever we can. Um, what would you say to all of us today? So every warrior out there, no matter what you're fighting, keep moving. Don't give up. Yeah. Never stop. Never look back. Always look forward because the greatest things are lying in front of us, not behind us. And if you ever 
feel like you're struggling. Drop me a DM. Oh. Because mm-hmm. I'm there. I'm always there. That is so true, everybody. Every time I send you a DM or just I like one of your poems, and I love it when you send me a poem and then I read it because I know you know that I'm like all over the place and super busy. And every time you send me one of those poems, it just brings me right back to where I need to be. And that is so special to me. It's like getting love in the mail through Instagram. And I appreciate that. And I look forward to those. And I thank you. Very well. It's why I do. It's why I do. I I get people message me quite a bit saying, wow, you know how I feel at the moment. I'm like, no, I don't know how you feel at the moment. But everyone might be feeling like that. Yeah. Because you forget loads of us are fighting the same battles in life. We just don't ever talk about it or see it. So true. So we have. Would you like me to read you one more piece yes, I selected? We have one minute and 50 seconds left. Every night, darkness cascades around my battlefield scars carved into the deepest parts of my heavy heart. Dreaming under the velvet sky as you lay inside my mind, holding my fear that you will eventually bring me back to life with a poisonous remedy of painful love that I will come to not be able to live without. Okay, you're going to have to just say thank you. You're amazing. Very welcome. Thank you. Thank you for coming on with me again and sharing this incredible heartfelt going back and looking at our first interview and I'm going to be watching this one over and over and I truly hope you'll honor us and honor me again with another one and as soon as your book is ready to be sold you have to let me know yes I will do I will do and I will honor you with another interview whenever you would like to schedule that for so I would love that. Thank you so much for coming on. You're very welcome. We love you. All of us love you. You're amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a fabulous evening. And when you're up at 2 o'clock this morning, actually tomorrow, July 2nd, let me know if you see a shooting star. I will do. I will do. Anyway.